Welcome to the Servants of Grace podcast hosted by Dave Jenkins. Our podcast exists to provide trustworthy expository messages through the Bible and faithful answers to your theology questions. Now for today's episode, let's join our host, Dave Jenkins. Well, welcome back to uh, the Servants of Grace podcast and to our theology segment. On today's episode, one of our listeners writes in, and they have a great question, and the question is this, why why is studying church history more important than ever? Now, it's important to say that church history is perhaps one of the most overlooked areas of theology in the contemporary theological uh, framework today. One of the main reasons for the neglect of church history is its association today with tradition. Instead of wanting to know the old past traveled over and over again by godly saints of previous eras, Christians today want something deeper. They want to know something more meaningful. And while the pursuit of knowledge is, is commendable, it's even right, such a, such a pursuit from knowledge should not be divorced from the need to see that tradition in its biblical and its historical place is helpful, even necessary for the Christian. After all, we as Christians are those whose story has been intersected by the grand narrative of redemptive history. And so understanding how God has worked in biblical history and in the history of his people is absolutely critical if we are going to have a good grasp on knowledge of his word. In fact, as Christians, we are not against tradition. Rather, we see tradition through the lens of scripture. From the Reformation, Christians uh, learned the idea of sola scriptura, which is scripture alone. That, that's a great thing, by the way. Christians then are not opposed to tradition, but we are first to ground our lives and our thinking first and primarily in the Word of God. In fact, Christians learn from the Council of Nicaea about the development of the church's doctrine on the deity of Christ. And from the time of Nicaea, we discover men like Athanasius, who stood during this period of church history at a a high personal cost from his teens until his death on the deity of Christ. Without men like Athanasius, the church would have abandoned the biblical teaching on the deity of Christ. And so without understanding the, the proper place between scripture and tradition, it would be easy for us as Christians to only think that we need our Bibles. Now, there are many people who think that all I need is a Bible and, you know, the Holy Spirit and God will teach them. Now, it's true. It's true. There is a personal uh, component to the Christian faith. And and it's true that the Holy Spirit is aiming to teach you the truth of Scripture and to point you to Jesus from the Scripture. But there's also a corporate element. This is why you need to be with God's people over 50 times in the New Testament. We are told to one another that this is a vital component of life with God's people. You see, I need you and you need me, and together we need to do life with God's people. So we're not opposed as Christians to tradition. Rather, we learn from it and to ground our thinking in Scripture by learning from others' teaching. Another example from from the Council of Nicaea is how the church responded to err on the deity of Christ by studying the issue from Scripture. In fact, as they studied Scripture together at the Council of Nicaea, they saw that those who opposed Scripture were to be labeled as heretics. At Nicaea, we also received the Nicene Creed, a biblical statement on the deity of Christ. 
So Christians then are not to abandon tradition, rather we are to utilize it to the degree it is grounded in Scripture. In fact, in theology, theologians use the term, uh, a theological term called historical theology. It refers to the understanding, uh, the history and the development of Christian doctrine throughout church history. Paul says that the Lord has given a church, uh, the church, uh, uh, church leaders, in fact, in Ephesians 4, uh, 11 through 14. And one of the reasons we need church history is because throughout our, our history, the, the church has been faithfully teaching the Bible. The church has been empowered and sent to make disciples who make disciples in the world. So learning from church history about what the church has taught, how it has responded to controversy and error is absolutely critical for us to understand today. And this is why Christians should study church history. But there's still yet more to understand why church history is so vital for Christians. See, studying church history, it also helps Christians learn from other Christians' example on how to speak the truth and love as we're commanded in Ephesians 4.15 and to contend for the faith once for all delivered to the saints as we're instructed in Jude 3. You see, Christians have a word from God in the word of God. God's word from the front, Genesis to the back, Revelation, and everywhere in between, it all points to and teaches about and finds its apex and goal, the Bible does, in the person and the work of Jesus. And so Christians should study the life and example of men in the Old Testament, such as Abraham and David in the New Testament. Uh, Christians can study the, the life and teaching of Jesus, Paul, James, John, and Peter. And so the church's history is it's rich with the teaching of men and women who have held to biblical orthodoxy and defended the faith against attacks from within and without. Now, Calvin and Luther did not engage in doctrinal novelty. Instead, Calvin and Luther appropriated Augustine's teaching who received his doctrine from the early church fathers. Many of these great men of the early church were taught directly by the apostles themselves. And in the process the Reformers brought biblical doctrine to the masses to bring reform to the church for health and growth in the gospel. The church has always had an impulse to reformation around a biblical doctrine. In fact, church history, it records the teaching of men and women who held to the truth of the word and how they sought to teach the word faithfully to the people of God. Now, church history, it helps God's people understand the movements and the sins that, that Christians have made throughout their history. Biblical truth may be stated in fresh ways. However, Christians must remain faithful to the old paths of biblical orthodoxy. Abandoning the old paths of biblical orthodoxy for doctrinal novelty it leads absolutely down the path of false teaching and heresy. The church should respond to false teaching by confronting errant doctrine with the word of God. And during such times, uh, the church can clarify and even expand on biblical orthodoxy for the, whole, for the body of Christ's benefit and spiritual growth. Now, church history it helps God's people to have a context for a, a biblical theological approach to the Christian life and ministry. God's people have a message to proclaim in the gospel. Christians need to learn from those who have gone before us in the faith. And this helps us from falling into doctrinal error which are not new, they're rather old heirs stated in fresh ways. The Orthodox Christian is, is motivated by a desire to state old truths in fresh ways with a view to be faithful to God's word. 
False teachers throughout the history of the church think that their teaching is the latest and even the greatest thing. But in reality, they are repeating old errors already dealt with by the church. In short, false teaching promotes pride while orthodoxy honors God and brings him glory and leads people to to Christ and to the word and to the church. And so church history, we need to say, is relevant because of the word of God. Faithful men and women have sought to take what they've studied in the word, apply it to their lives, and instruct the people of God. So the church <coughs> excuse me, so that the church may be strengthened, God's people might be equipped, and they might go out from their local churches into the world, all for God's glory and for the good of our society. And so let us study, let us study church history. Let us understand what the what the church has taught. And let us take our Bibles, let us be Bereans as we do so, to understand, yes, this is, this is biblical, this is good, this is right, and, and this is not. And, and so we stand on the word of God and on, on the shoulders of the, of the great teachers of the past as we, as we faithfully proclaim the gospel to the nations and make disciples who make disciples and speak the truth in love and contend for the truth once for all delivered to the saints. Well, I want to thank you for listening to or watching this episode of the Servants of Grace Theology segment. Until next week, may God bless you and keep you. Thank you for listening to the Servants of Grace podcast today. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe leave a rating on the app, and share our episode with your friends and family. If you'd like to, you can follow us on Instagram at Servants of Grace, on Twitter at Servants of Grace, or by searching Servants of Grace on Facebook. You can also find this podcast on the front page of our website at servantsofgrace.org.